You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hello, Patrick here. Thank you so much for joining me on this special episode. And Kristen and I talked about some wonderful lessons that she's learned in both the athletic field as well as through acting. But in this special episode, I wanted to bring on some people who know a little bit more about sporting events, and that is the hosts of Keep the Flame Alive podcast. Jill and Allison are just two wonderful hosts of that podcast, and they interview all kinds of people connected to the Olympics, both uh, behind the scenes and training and all that kind of stuff, as well as the athletes themselves. So who better to bring on the podcast, right? Hello, Patrick. It's Jill and Allison. We have so many questions about duathlon for Kristen. So it is a full house on the podcast with myself, Jill and Allison talking to Kristen Hetzel about the duathlon as well as her acting career. So how do you approach a race? Because uh, duathlon to me seems to have some interesting parallels of to acting in that, you know, a, a show or a program or a, a play or musical has different acts, act one, act two, act three, or if you have a song, it's a verse, chorus, verse. And there's that parallel of that for run, bike, run. So how do you approach that? And how do you approach your acting in, in a similar vein? That's a good question. I think Yes, there is the similarity in that there's just that focus that each piece has its own set of characteristics or thought processes, you know, that that go behind it. And so it's just being focused and being really present in the moment. So when I'm in the pre-race, for example, or uh, the beginning of the character development, it's like, that's where I'm at. I'm not thinking about what about the middle of the race or what about, you know, where am I going to take the character? You know, it's, it's just being really present with where you're at. And then everything just falls into place because in each, each part you're, you're there. And so you're accomplishing what you're setting out to do through your focus. So you've, you've prepared for that, that initial part. Then once it's done, that preparation has then laid the groundwork for the second part and on and on like that. That's right. And I don't go back and think about, you know, it's, it's kind of the, the past is the past. Right. Especially like that, that, that run really sucks. So then you get on the bike and you're doing better, but you're trying not to think about what happened in the run. That's right. I think my stage racing in my professional cycling experience helped a lot with that because you get really good at, you know, maybe you have a race in the morning and maybe it didn't go that well. And then you have another race in the afternoon. And it was just, I got really good at like, okay, that's done. It's actually doesn't even exist anymore. Mm. I just have a race this afternoon, period. And that's kind of where I would be. And so I think it, it's the same application. Yeah, it's just that run, if it didn't go well, I'm on the bike. This is going to be the best 40K I can do, you know, and that's it. And I don't even think about the run after it because I know I'm trained enough and my body is ready enough that when I get there, my body knows what to do. So I'm just right here. Yeah. I'd asked you earlier how your athletic skills and training has helped you as an actor. Now I'm going to reverse that. And so how has being an actor model helped your athletics? 
Mm, that's a good question as well. Um, I think that it has helped me be more easy with myself, if that makes sense, not so hard on myself because, um, because acting is newer for me and there's a bit more rejection involved in acting. <laughs> yes, you know, I yes. feel like in, in athletics, I can control more of it. I mean, yes, things may come up, but if I've trained my equipment's right, I know how to eat and what to do and everything. It's, I have a lot of control over that versus acting modeling. You do the best you can do. You prepare but as you know, there are there are factors that are out of your control. I mean, maybe right. your height, maybe your hair color. I mean, there's just things that they're looking for sometimes that you maybe did a great job, but it's, it doesn't matter because that's not what they wanted. And so it's helped me become more loving with myself and more accepting that if a workout didn't go as well, if, if a portion of the duathlon wasn't what I thought I could do, like, it's okay. I, I still believe in myself. I'm still, it's good. You know, it's, I don't get, I don't beat myself up as much. So run, bike, run. Why do you like that sport? Because I know it's kind of based off a of triathlon, which is swim, bike, run. But to me, a run, bike, run would seem to be very tricky to motivate myself to run a second time. So Kristen, why do you like that sport? And it's not an Olympic sport. How much does that matter to you that duathlon's not an Olympic sport? Uh, you know, for many years, there, there's there been talk of, they've been trying to get it in the Olympics. Um, I, I don't know this for sure, because you know how hearsay is, but I hear it's a little bit of, there's some politics involved with it, perhaps, in that um, and then again, I don't, this isn't, I'm certainly no expert on whether this is accurate, but I've heard that because the triathlon is, is in there and the duathlon is, is sort of similar that, that there hasn't been as much, uh, interest. I don't know if that's true. I do know they've been trying to get it in the Olympics. Uh, the duathlon and the triathlon were very close family members and we definitely, work well together and feed off each other as opposed to having it be a, an, an adversary, like oh. a <laughs> competition between the two. Yeah. Right. Because the USA triathlon is our governing body and they do the triathlon and the duathlon as well as some other multi-sport events like aqua bike and aquathon. There's a lot of different multi-sport um, events in addition to triathlon and duathlon. But yeah, we definitely, uh, we, we get along well and we, we want both sports to succeed and, and be uh, well-known and well-respected. You're part of Team USA, which is pretty incredible. How do you maintain elite athlete performance and still go to auditions and do acting or modeling gigs because acting and, and modeling are very long days. So how do you fit in training the wonderful thing is with auditions, I just schedule my training around it. I think that the biggest uh, skill with that is being flexible and being adaptable because many times I had my day set perfectly. You know, it's bike ride this time, have a snack, run this time, see a patient this time. And then you have a 1 p.m. audition and then it's like, 
okay, now I have to learn lines. I have to get there. I have to get all ready and everything. And so um, it works out well because both my athletics and the acting aren't a set nine to five. And so I can kind of plug things in and move stuff around accordingly. I would assume your physical therapy is really the the only unchangeable thing. When when you're meeting a client, that's kind of the appointment is set. Yes, but the wonderful thing is um, I started my own private practice. So my physical therapy practice is I go to people's houses and I do, um, I'm kind of like a boutique mobile clinic. For example, I have some clients that want to be seen at 6.30 a.m., and I know there's never going to be an audition at 6.30 a.m., you know? So, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Oh. Right? Yeah. The casting doesn't want to get up that early either. No, they don't. No. no. Um, so it, it works out really nicely that a lot of them, since I live in L.A., are in the industry. So right. I've had times where an audition did pop up and I say, oh, gosh, can I see you at 3 o'clock instead of 1 o'clock today? I got an audition. And they're like, no problem. So that's really helpful with how understanding they are too. Yeah. Do you envision a time when you'll have to either give up sporting or your physical therapy or one of the other jobs in order to, to go for the other? Huh. I, not anytime soon. <laughs> um, because I really have the goal. Uh, I, I really want to get the, the gold medal at the world championships. So perhaps after that, then my priorities might shift a little bit. Um, also, you know, if, if say I did get a series regular on a TV show, then at that point, uh, I would, I would kind of assess what kind of time frame or time commitment that would require. And then, uh, maybe back off on some of my other endeavors, for a bit. So I think a lot of it is, is I'm very flexible with how, um, it's like I have these goals, but I'm also open to what life has in store for me. And I'm willing to just sort of go with the flow of, of what's trying to work itself out. Okay. So here's a real classic Allison question. Do men on set ever challenge you to some dumbass physical contest? Like (laughs) I I can do more pushups than you. (laughs) Yes, yes. They that's that's such a fun question. Yes, they do, but it's always in a from a very loving fun place. You know, it's never that they're really like, oh, you know, I'm <laughs> I want right. to I want right. it's like me man, you woman. Exactly. Yeah, you haven't had any of that. Yeah. No, no. It's um in a lot of times uh and especially not on set, you know, people are very uh open and interested and I think that as actors we respect each other, our backgrounds and where we we come from and what right. we're bringing to uh the character or to the set. And Relative to athletics, you know, I, I it's I actually train primarily with guys, um, so it's a lot of fun because what can happen is maybe I'll be on a bike ride and I come up on a guy and it's called getting chicked when a girl passes you. Oh, okay. And so you can see the like annoyance. He doesn't want to get chicked. So he'll kind of try to, and then I'm like, oh no, I really didn't want to race and do this. (laughs) But what ends up happening inevitably is, you know, I, 
I often try to, I, I usually get them, I beat them, right? And then they respect you for it. It's, it's not like a, oh, you know, it's, it's nothing negative. It's like, hey, you know, you're, what's your deal? You're really fast or you're really strong. You know, do you race on a team? And so it, it usually ends up becoming some sort of mutual respect um, uh, between us. <laughs> <laughs> what's the strangest, I guess, challenge, you know, physical challenge that you've been given? Oh, gosh. Well, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if the strangest, I, I, but the, the most fun is I'm a climber in the cycling world. I love climbing hills. It's my specialty. Okay. Um, it's my favorite thing to do. And so there's, um, there's a, a, a big climb here in Los Angeles called Latigo Canyon. And so I've just had people be like, you know, Oh, 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 let's go up Latigo and see what you got. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Cause that's, <laughs> that's my jam, you know? Um, so that's always fun. I don't know that it's strange, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's strange how fun that is for you, for us who, <laughs> yeah. who aren't, who aren't bikers like that. Yes. Yeah, that's, that is true. Yeah. It's a very steep climb. In fact, my, my boyfriend, he, when he's driven up it, he's like, this is insane. I can't believe you bike up this. And I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Patrick, thanks so much for thinking of us. We really appreciate it. Well, this has been an absolute joy to talk to you. Thank you so much for doing this. I learned about the duathlon because I I didn't know that much about it. So I'm glad to learn a little bit more. But uh, but yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. This was a lot of fun and great questions. I appreciate your time. And and yeah, it's been great. Yeah, Jill and Allison, they had some good ones. So I'm I'm glad I reached out to them. They had some fun questions. Thank you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.